Welcome to Just Charisma, episode 13. I'm your host, Brayden Charisma. Alongside me today is my buddy, Brandon Payne. How you doing, man? Good. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. So, Brandon, he uh, details cars, and he plays a lot of games and likes hockey. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so how'd you get into car detailing? Uh, well, my dad's actually the, he's the manager at uh, Auto Smile right now, and um, he's been working on, like, uh, auto body pretty much his whole life, so, like, okay. a lot of the time when I was younger, in the summers and stuff, I'd usually go to work with him. So, like, it wasn't, like, something that I was necessarily, like, oh, yeah, like, that's something I want to do, like, when I was younger, like, growing up and stuff, but it was, like, it was, like, something that I kind of had, like, a little bit of knowledge in, at For least, sure. like, I'd done it, so, like, I kind of knew a little bit what it was like. Yeah. So, it was, like, okay, um... I was working at the 49th at the time oh, yeah, uh, okay. in the deli, and I was, I think I'd worked there for about maybe like two years or so, and uh, I was kind of starting to get like, I don't know, I wasn't really liking it anymore. It was like, I was starting to get tired of like, I think the management was kind of like, yeah, it was the management changed over, and like some people had left that were there before, yeah. and like, it kind of just got like, there's too many new people, and nobody knew what they were doing, so I was like, kind of like <laughs> contemplating what I wanted to do, and um, I think somebody had just quit, and my dad was looking for somebody, so I was kind of like... Uh, Okay, you know what? I, I kind of be interested in in doing that if you need, to, you know, if you want to train me. Like, I don't know what I'm doing really yet, but obviously, but like, it's like cleaning cars and stuff. It can't be that bad, right? So, right. And he's like, uh, yeah, like if you want to do that, go ahead. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like totally shocked, basically. Like, okay, that's cool. So I uh, I basically I put in my two weeks and I was like uh, went in and um, basically we did our like uh, I think I had like a bit of a uh, I think it was the first month or so. Basically, I was just helping somebody kind yeah. of because we had. Uh, too many we already had like a uh somebody had transitioned into a detailer basically for the okay. time being yeah so in between i was just kind of like helping them and then after about a month or so i kind of like moved into like my own bay or whatever oh yeah okay so now i just have like my own like kind of station or whatever that i get to work in nice. go off our own little separate areas and it's nice pretty cool yeah so do you, you like it or um yeah it's not bad i mean like it's i kind of like it because i can just put in my headphones basically and just kind of work and like it's you kind of you know what you're doing, so it's like you got like your your vehicle that you're gonna work on or whatever for probably the next four or five hours, you know, basically. So it's like you grab it, and put it on the wash pad, start washing, put on a podcast or like an album or something. Yeah. For a while, I was just listening to uh, basically like five or six albums a day, basically just oh, downloading yeah, okay. all, all new music. Yeah. And just uh, uh, all these new podcasts I've been listening to recently, basically. Um, but yeah, it's not the worst time way to pass time, basically. Like it doesn't feel like you're. It's obviously not like. Um, super accomplishing or anything necessarily like right but it's kind of like you can do it you don't feel like the next day you wake up and you're not like oh i don't want to go to work kind of thing like other than you're tired and it's seven in the morning basically yeah you're not really that you can't complain that much so it's like obviously i don't really look at it as something i want to do forever but it's kind of like for right now i'm pretty uh content with being there so okay you know uh has like what, what's been the most frustrating part about like detailing or cleaning a car um honestly it's mostly like uh <laughs> A lot of people don't really, I guess people get vehicles, like brand new vehicles or whatever, and yeah. they're just like, okay, I got like a four-year lease, so let's see, uh, the first maybe year or so, they're going to probably take a decent care of it. After a year, or two years or so, they stop caring. Three years, four years, it's like, it's just totally destroyed. Like, the vehicle's disgusting. They haven't, like, vacuumed it once, basically, oh. and they trade it in, <laughs> they leave all their stuff in there, basically, like, they might take out... They end up leaving almost at least one thing, like an umbrella or something that they want back for some reason, or like, oh, you know, really? something like that. Like a yeah. month later, they're like, hey, uh, there's an F-150 that I traded in with an umbrella in it, and we're like, uh, we're going to need more details than that. We, we sell F-150s here. <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah, they, they just like totally trash their vehicles, and it's like, 
they go to trade in their vehicle and it's like they don't get the value that they could because they didn't just vacuum it before you know what i mean if you just vacuum it once in a while or something like that like you get these center consoles that are just like it looks like they just dump in coffee in the middle of it basically and it's like <laughs> if people just don't take care of their vehicles whatsoever and it's like you see so many vehicles like they're, they're producing so many vehicles all the time basically it's like they're really is no reason to produce any more vehicles yeah but there's just people like trashing the ones that there's already that they just have to be like crushed or like thrown out because nobody wants them at this point yeah because they're already like, just disgusting on the inside yeah, like yeah. The, the plastic and all that and the interiors and stuff they're all like pretty cheap now because they're trying to like cut down on like weight and costs and whatever so it's like the the plastic gets like scuffed really easy the carpet's kind of like uh they tear really easily and stuff okay. they're kind of like a felt more yeah more than real like real carpet so like um when stuff like pine needles and stuff get like really stuck in there and like sand and stuff like that and like hair yeah just like you can't get it out so it's like a lot of people don't really understand that so like they're kind of like complain when you you know you, they get their vehicle done and it's like oh there's still all this stuff in my vehicle and it's like i can't physically get more of that out <laughs> like <laughs> unfortunately is. the vehicle is just the the way that they make the vehicles now is just not as good basically yeah based on trying to uh save money right which is fair but people don't really understand that no, that's, that's, I mean, it's, it's like customer service, though, you know, they, and once it's done to, like, perfection, like, you usually get pretty frustrated, but at the same time, you can only do so much. Yeah, I mean, like, you kind of, uh, if you're coming in, you have an expectation of something, really, and usually your expectation might be a little more than what the actual outcome is, but, um, I mean, for the most part, we do a pretty good job, like, the guys that we have right now, we haven't had any, anybody quit in a while now, and, like, it's same with the Wash Bay, um, they're not, like... I guess they're like separate from us but like for a while we had a wash bay that was just like it was probably all like 17 18 year olds basically so it was like they all kind of were like oh, i don't i don't need a job i just have a job right so okay. like nobody really cared like they were just there like they're just spraying each other all the time and like just messing around all the time one guy like <laughs> backed up a vehicle like way too fast basically and his foot like slipped or whatever and he tried to hit the uh brake and he hit the gas and like went yeah. into a customer's vehicle with it with a customer's vehicle oh or no it was into his vehicle with a customer vehicle that's even worse and he wrote off his own vehicle <laughs> and it's like now they got like a full like I guess everyone's probably maybe like 19, 20 or up I guess and it's like they got a couple guys that are a little bit older so they got like a, a bit of actual leadership and like, right, you yeah. know somebody to actually give them like uh, a little bit of direction like yeah some direction and structure and everything yeah. like that yeah that way it's not just like a shit show over there yeah because yeah. everyone was just like hacking darts basically all day and like <laughs> vaping and it was just like a fucking it was just gross. Like, all right, guys, let's go. Let's, <laughs> mm -hmm. You shouldn't be, shouldn't be doing that when you're washing a car. Yeah, all the like, customers, like, they're waiting for the vehicle, and they're like, uh, that nasty guy is just hacking a dart. Yeah. <laughs> vacuuming my car. It's like, it's like, does that work like that? <laughs> you, you missed the spot. But, There's a bunch of ashes you, there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just go back over it. <laughs> so then you mentioned that you're not sure if you want to do it forever. Do you have any ideas on what, like, the next, like, I guess, uh, career or anything that you're looking at? or? Um... Well, I have looked, like, I haven't really put too much thought into it. Like, it's still something that I kind of actually have to, like, sit down and actually think about it. Right. Like, I keep saying, like, yeah, I just got to think about it, but then I never actually get around to that. Right. So, like, and it's, I have kind of been a little, like, a little bit recently, because um, with my accident or whatever, I was on light duty for, like, probably, I don't know, like, maybe three or four months or so. Right. And it was kind of, like, in transition of, I wasn't detailing, so I was, like, I was helping, um, we have a, uh, a, t a guy that does tint and he does like um auto uh what is it uh, it's called like vinyl wraps on okay, cars yeah. um so like complete like car uh, color changes um he does like or like pinstripes and all that kind of stuff so i was helping him with like stuff like that um and i was kind of like thinking about maybe doing something like that um but it wasn't really a lot of it was 
because I couldn't do a whole lot for a while, right. uh, I could only help with, like, some things. So it was, like, a lot of standing around. Okay. And I just started to get really bored, and it was, like, I kind of got disinterested. So then I kind of looked at, like, um, my dad's, we have a paint shop in there as well. So I was kind of looking at painting a little bit, like, maybe that could be something that I could try. But I, I kind of thought about it, and it's, my dad made a good point that it's kind of something that's, like, I mean, like, you can learn it, but it's something you need patience for. And, like, if you mess up, you can potentially have to restart entirely. So, like, you could do a corner blend on a bumper, and, like, if you mess one thing up, you might have to restart that entire thing and say that took you four or five hours. Now it's, like, it's taking you ten hours, basically, to do that four-hour thing yeah. or whatever, right? So it's, like, and you're getting paid commission, typically, so it's, like, uh, you get paid for what you do. So if it takes you twice as long to do the thing, then yeah, you're losing you're... money, right? So it's, like, I don't know. I kind of looked at that, and I thought about it, but then when the... When it kind of came back to a point where we had a guy detailing in my spot for about two weeks, I think, and then he quit. Um, so I was like, you know what, I'll just I'll just take the leap and see if I can, I don't know if my body's going to hold up or not, but I'm just going to take the leap, go back into detailing because, um, you know, I can't stand around for any longer, basically. Yeah. I was getting pretty bored. So for now, detailing is kind of back where I'm at, but I'm kind of, I kind of like, I'm thinking about the painting thing a little bit in the back of my head. Um, but I know I, I think I'm gonna try to look at something maybe to go into school for because uh, I I do want to go to school I just don't know what for yeah so like if I had the money yeah like yeah. I don't want to spend like get a, a student loan and then just like do something basically just because so it's kind of like I'd rather have even if it's not all the money or whatever necessarily like yeah. if I have a decent sum of the money and I know what I want to do it's kind of like uh, it's kind of a lot better than taking a student loan not knowing what you're doing you know, taking a course for a year or two and then out of your four or whatever and giving up and having yeah. all this money that you owe. Exactly. And it's right. like, that's kind of pointless to me. Well, exactly. And like, even if you save up for a couple, for the first couple of years, that means that gives you kind of time to save up for the next couple. Because mm-hmm. yeah. like, while you work through school and everything like that. Yeah, exactly. It's like, a lot of people kind of give themselves a bit of a, like, um, a handicap in a way. Like, they're just like, it's like, a lot of people will move out at the same time as they're going to school and get a new car. It's like, you should do one or two at the same time, not three. Like it depends on what you can handle. Like if your your job or whatever, or the, your savings or whatever can kind of hold you in that scenario, then yeah. you can take the two maybe. But doing putting all that on your plate, it's like a lot of people like to just overload basically. It's like when, it's like any a lot of tradesmen who went up north, how they would just buy like a house and a truck, and then all of a sudden they lost their job, and then they're like, uh, just yeah. they're just hooped because now they can't pay for anything. Well, it's like a lot of them. It's they're not really they're thinking they're gonna have this job forever too. Yeah. Right? So that's what they're thinking, and their expenses get to that cost, and then it's like they're going out and they're spending all this money all the time because they're used to being able to just blow it basically because they got a lot of extra money. But it's like if you were putting that into savings, even though it's not gonna last you forever, uh, that's gonna get you probably to your next job opportunity hopefully. Exactly right. As, as opposed <laughs> to just being in the hole, because then it's like now you gotta sell your house, sell your car, and whatever else you have potentially to kind of get back on your feet, and then now you're probably not even out of the hole still. No, no. So it's and like, now you're just like, you're. If anything, you're still like halfway in that hole. You're still trying to find dirt to pile up on top to get out. Yeah, people just. I mean, it's kind of I guess a lack of. Um, in school, they don't really teach anybody about like kind of um, budgeting and anything like that. No. And it's not like I mean, like I don't budget very well myself. But it's like I'm not in a situation where I, I didn't put myself into like um, you know a new car just where I'm paying off something every month or like my insurance isn't that much or anything. Like I don't have too many expenses right now, so it's not like. The amount of money that I'm blowing or whatever, like wasting, it's like it's it's like I'm getting it back it's and it's minimal. like yeah, it's yeah. not putting me back ever. Yeah. It's like if if anything, I'm still kind of going forward at least a little bit. Uh, so yeah. it's you know. I mean, as long as you can save like like a hundred bucks a month or something, I mean, it's gonna yeah. add up eventually, right? I mean, Especially right now, like if um, 
like a lot of people if, if you're living at home or whatever like I'm living at home right now it's like um, I should be saving my money more than I am so I'd be more conscious of that now especially just because like because I wasn't working for a while and then I saw my paycheck go down so much basically like I went from like 80 to like 40 hours or whatever of paycheck yeah. so it was like oh crap okay um, I guess I'm gonna stop spending so much money because I don't have any but then now I'm starting to get back up and it's like I see myself wasting money again it's like okay I gotta <laughs> chill out get my hours back up and just start saving my money basically and be smart about it yeah. there's no point in like all the money that I'm wasting right now I mean it's it's, it's just money like that's what it's for it's to spend but yeah. at the same time it's like you don't want to just be putting yourself like um, you, if you're not going anywhere you're just in the same area basically and you're never really going forward you're not doing yourself any favors yeah because I mean like saving money I think saving money is great but I also think you gotta you got spend a bit to enjoy yourself like you yeah. can't just you, sit in there, there's, got, there's a good there's gotta be a good balance yeah like you don't wanna just sit at home and sleep all day or something like that you yeah. just wanna you wanna be able to enjoy yourself and enjoy like being out with your friends and stuff but you, I think there is depending on I guess what kind of situations you put yourself in you should be able to budget and save enough that mm-hmm. every month a cent or so you are going up you don't wanna have that like it's the stress of having a bill like that you can't pay for oh yeah it's kinda like say you I mean, like, even when I'm thinking about, I don't know, oh, I got to put a $50 tank of gas, you know, to fill my $50 tank. It's like, um, I only have 100 bucks or whatever. Okay, that's leaving you with, like, 50 bucks. Yep. Now, it's like, if you had to fill your tank again, or when you go to fill your tank again or whatever, that's going to take about a week or whatever for you to use all your gas. Over that week, you're spending that 50 bucks. Oh, for sure. Food like, or whatever, right? Probably like, within the next day, if you didn't spend it all that day. Where's your gas money? Like now you're like I don't even have gas money. I can't get to work. I can't yeah, do anything like, basically. So it's like you basically have to like if you know your friends want to go out every weekend, you gotta try to go out like maybe you still want to go out, but like you know you can't go out every weekend. Or if you go out, try not to spend as much money. Basically, like some people will go and drink like 15 beers. It's like you could drink probably eight and be like be better. You know, you'd be in the same. You'd be way better off. You're not gonna feel like crap the next day. Well, you're probably still gonna feel a little crappy, but you know, you're gonna have to spend a lot less money. You're probably gonna actually be way uh, more of a not a buzz, but you're gonna be way more of a happier drunk, probably. Yeah, because I mean, it's... <laughs> people just go overboard all the time with everything. It's there's no moderation, basically. Yeah, there's no yeah, there's no moderation. They they're all just they just want to get as much as they can. Yeah, and it's just like nope, you probably shouldn't do that, but whatever. I mean, yeah, it's like uh, you ever see those memes where it's like has like $800 in my bank account, spends $2, checks bank account, three bucks left, and you're like, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so sometimes you don't really realize like the $5 purchases that add up, like, because, yeah. you know, you're thinking like, oh, I'm just going to get like a, a pack of gum or something, or a pop or something like that, and it's like, it's only like two or three bucks or whatever, and then it's like, next thing you know, you spend 30 bucks, and you thought you spent like five bucks, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, head back your head, five bucks, and then it adds up to like whatever... And the next thing you know, it's like, you have no money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, at my old job, I had to get my buddy, he would, he never brought a lunch, so he'd always buy lunch, and he'd buy something, like, every break, so he'd spend, like, 10 to $30, like, a day on, like, food, and, like, because he'd buy, like, a couple Gatorades, he'd buy, like, <laughs> like, a $6 sandwich, and it's, like, so every week, it's, like, you've probably spent, like, a day's wages on, like, just, like, your lunches, it's, like, you pack a lunch, save so much money. <laughs> yeah, I think I was... <laughs> For a while, I was going to Tim Hortons every morning, so that was probably like a minimum of three to six bucks. And then wasn't bringing lunch, so I'd probably go to like Wendy's or McDonald's. That's like probably nine to twelve bucks there. So yeah. right away, you know, that's twenty bucks a day on just breakfast and lunch. Yeah. And then it's like you're probably, I mean, every day you're spending whatever else on whatever else you actually have to spend it on. 
So, so it's like, <laughs> it's like you're just adding unnecessary, uh, you know, budget basically. For sure, right? It's unnecessary expenses. But I know people. Uh, a lot of people, it's kind of like you don't want to go to the grocery store and spend 150 bucks or whatever. But it's like you're spending like say 300 dollars on McDonald's that week or whatever or month or but, yeah. that's probably an exaggeration if you spend three dollars a week on McDonald's you, you should settle it <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's like you're probably spending way more money on your going out basically than you would be going to the grocery store because you're going to like portion out like way more food out of your food at the grocery store for sure you're getting a way better deal obviously yeah <laughs> you're getting real food most likely <laughs> yeah real food which is obviously more beneficial <laughs> for sure uh so in the middle of the show we like to do a segment called the motivational moment so uh, in the motivational moment, we're going to talk about, like, your passion and everything like that. So, for for me, I want to ask is, in five words or less, how do you, do, what do, you do, how do you describe your passion? Uh, okay. Yeah, I was trying to think of that, because um, I'm still kind of in, like, the, like, process of kind of trying to find what necessarily is my passion that I want to pursue, more or less. Like, right. Like, um... The things I like the most basically are like hockey and music and I don't know like in terms obviously in terms of a career I don't see myself like I don't play any instruments or anything so like I don't see myself being in that uh, lane basically right. and I don't see myself like singing or anything because I can't sing uh, and same with like sports and stuff it's like I don't see myself being professional considering I'm 23 and I'm not in any shape to play professionally <laughs> anything at this moment not that that could you know you, I, you see some people go to the Olympics and like nine months of training but they're just like freaks of nature basically yeah but um i think in terms when i look more of it though as a hobby i guess um i've kind of thought about um things like if i was looking at hockey or whatever um even just writing up things about it like even just blog posts um like those guys i was telling you about with the stick and ring podcast um they told me like if you want to write in anything and uh if you have any write-ups or whatever you can send it in so i thought about stuff like that for hockey in terms of like because I'm always like looking up all the like this whole today was a uh, free agency opened up and I was just like from the moment I woke up basically just like scouring at every little thing basically that was on my screen oh, yeah, okay. just you know all, all of it going in my brain but um in other terms for, for music I, I also look at that like for a hobby for that like it's kind of like I don't know what you would do that would be kind of worth spending your time on in a sense like I've, I've looked at like kind of because um, I kind of like to listen to I try to, like, keep my mind open to, like, a lot of different stuff now. I, I was pretty close-minded before. Like, I was only going to listen to, uh, like, backpack rap or whatever. Like, you know, like, stuff that's, like, lyrical miracle or whatever. Okay. Um, but now I'm like, okay, I'll give this uh, this artist more of a chance, even though, in my opinion, I thought that they were, like, not very good or whatever. But I never listened to them. So, like, now it's like I'm listening to more artists uh, in different genres, like R&B, um, some, like, different genres of rap I guess uh some stuff in like metal and all that and it's like now that I'm kind of listening to it differently okay. I'm kind of getting a a better kind of hear or listen of it so like I kind of thought about making like playlists and stuff of like music that's like I mean there's already stuff like that like for sleepers or whatever but like um music that people maybe haven't really heard of of like artists not necessarily they haven't heard of but like there's a lot of b-side tracks on uh albums that people don't really listen to because it's like you listen to like the radio hits or whatever and then there's like a bunch of b-side stuff that no one knows okay and like that's usually where the good stuff is technically in most albums um so i thought about like making lists or something like that or at least writing stuff up like for that but i kind of in terms of like for passion still it's kind of like i still gotta try and find something that i 
like I still haven't like made my my jump to anything so like nothing's like kind of pulled me in yet so okay. I'm kind of like looking for that still so I don't know if I could really put it into a description of five words or less necessarily that's fair like uh I still gotta gotta kind of gotta open my mind more than I I'm still kind of trying to get out of my shell and trying to open up to more things I mean that right there man yeah just getting out <laughs> of my shell yeah yeah perfect like that's awesome that I mean that's that's cool I mean it's it's like for I find it like at least with nowadays this generation a lot of people are a lot more have a lot more anxiety mm-hmm. a lot of people don't want to or like they're just always scared because they don't want to they don't want to look they don't want to be embarrassed they don't want to do something wrong they don't want to everyone's very sensitive they, they don't want to hurt anyone or anything like that but so everyone just like hides in their shell but I mean like, the, like taking that first step outside your shell is like yeah it's, it's groundbreaking like it's <laughs> like then it's like you start to see this. I guess like a new new side of the world kind of thing where it's like you could take a little more risks. Not necessarily like don't take these crazy risks, but you could ever you'll start taking. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Or you know yeah. like whether it be like oh I'll try this new food I haven't tried, or like you've been doing like listening to new artists or giving them more of a chance. Mm-hmm. Or uh, like it seems like you'd be like in, since you're so into NHL and stuff like to the hockey and stuff like I could totally see you writing some of those things onto the for the podcast like that's yeah. cool like all that stuff so yeah that's awesome yeah definitely with the uh i guess like after like for a while after, like after my accident i was kind of just like not really like because i was like sore or whatever it's kind of like it felt like i couldn't do anything even though like i wasn't gonna like, do damage it was like well if i'm sitting here and i'm sore and i go to play hockey or something or uh go out to the bar or whatever i'm gonna be even more sore because that's doing an activity yeah but it was like it's kind of like more in your head you kind of put yourself in a, a bit of a mental like cripple in a way. Yeah, like so it's like it's like a psychological gotta, barrier kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I just more more of recent. I've just been like you know if somebody asks me to do something, I'm just trying to try to say yeah. Like even if I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like I'm just gonna be like you know what I'm I'm just gonna do it. And like worst case scenario, if I not have that good of a time, I can just leave. Like well, that's just it, right? It's like yeah, you gave it your shot, and you know what? It wasn't for you, or this I'm not feeling it. So I'm just gonna yeah. Like there's. Give it a fair chance. Yeah, exactly. The old, the old college try. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. I, that, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. That's cool, man. Uh, so thanks for participating in the segment. But <laughs> So you, you're really into uh, hip-hop and rap. Yeah. So what... I mean, I know you like other genres and stuff, but what specifically about that genre speaks to you on such a level that um, like makes you so interested in it? Because I know you're, like, you're a huge fan of Tech 9 and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I think <clears throat> it's probably because when I was... Like, I guess around grade seven or so, like, uh, that time I basically didn't really have my own musical taste, I guess. It was kind of like, you know, when you're trying to figure out what you like and stuff, like, yeah. when you're younger and you listen to, like, Crazy Frog or something weird, like, you know, you listen to all kind of weird <laughs> stuff, like Black Eyed Peas, because it was, like, the popular thing, yeah. or whatever. Like, all those kind of stuff. You don't really listen to anything because you listen to it. And I feel like, actually, there's a lot of people that, that's, that's, like, a majority of people is they still, they never really found their musical taste, basically. Yeah. But a lot of people, like, they don't really listen to music all the time. They just listen to whatever's on the radio. Like, that's all that they hear. So it's, yeah. like, that's kind of why those things are the most popular. But um, I guess when I was in, I think it was around, yeah, grade 7, I basically, I was hanging out with my buddy Dustin, and his friend came home from a, a party, and he was, like, totally just, like, wasted. And he was, like, hanging from this chin-up bar, and he's, like, talking about, he was, like, muttering about Tech 9 and we're, like, he's, like, and we're, like, what are you talking about? And he's, like, okay, just just Google, like, Tech 9 uh, and I think it was Caribou Lou first. Oh, yeah, yeah. And in, yeah, so I listened to that, and we're, and we're like, I'm like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. And then we listened to Riot Maker, and I was like, oh, wow, this is, like, really cool. Like, this is totally different. Like, this is more of a, 
like that one was like a party one this one's more of like sounds like a rock song kind of but like with rap like i've never heard anything like that because like everything i had heard was like i used to think like little wayne and like um kind of like the radio kanye and jay-z and stuff i was kind of like oh those that's what rap is so i don't really like that or like little john like that that really turned me away from it because i was like oh wow that's what rap is and i feel like that's what turns a lot of people away yeah it's it's kind of like the you look at it right now you look at like um little uzi or little pump and like little yachty and all these people and it's like that's that's gonna turn people away like nobody wants to listen to that and like a lot of people like if, if you're not a fan of hip-hop or whatever um you're probably not gonna like that if you're a person that doesn't like rap in general or whatever or the idea of it you're not gonna like that at all and if you're one of these people that listens to just whatever people listen to then you're just gonna listen to it basically yeah and because it's gotten down to a certain point of stupidity i guess in a sense people are just kind of like it's just getting downgraded and downgraded but basically i guess i kind of developed my musical tastes around that time and that was kind of i guess it was a little like mind opening for me like it was the first kind of music that i heard that kind of drew me in like i kind of actually was like oh i actually like this for myself and not because someone else liked it right um so then i kind of like delved into that a little bit and uh that's when i kind of looked i finally i'd heard about tupac and biggie and stuff and easy but I never had really like um kind of like, like research them at all so like when I did all I did a lot of like research on like a lot of artists and stuff and that kind of like once I got into like the artistry side of it like and kind of looking at them as like a person as a pe- as opposed to like a like a celebrity or whatever yeah so you kind of get to know like their personal side whereas a lot of artists I mean you see a lot of like openness and personal stuff from a lot of artists but in like hip-hop rap music a lot of it's more like personally expressed yeah so a lot of time they're talking like it almost seems like you know them in a sense yeah they could be completely like a lot of it is uh like braggadocious or whatever it's all just like trying to be like you know bragging or whatever like swag or whatever yeah so it's like a lot of it is exaggeration but the more personal storytelling stuff um you kind of actually get like a, a side of them in a sense yeah and for a lot of people um like a lot of people that i listen to the the types of stuff that they um, that they write about is more is more I guess storytelling stuff so it's more stuff that you can relate to and it's not like I mean not necessarily like you can relate to something like a completely level eye to eye or whatever like um, a lot of the stuff that they're rapping about or whatever like obviously I've never been through but it's like some of the things like the feelings or whatever that it uh, like they're able to like kind of put that energy into the song kind of yeah and you can hear that whatever it is like that they've been through basically you can actually hear that energy or that that pain or that like uh you know happiness or whatever or like uh proudness or whatever in their voice basically and it kind of makes you feel it too so if if you have any kind of uh thing that can relate with that basically kind of like strikes a chord in a way so like to me i think like with the music i'm listening to i mean there's in a lot of genres there's there's artists that can write music really well um but like the t- even if you put up like the best songwriter of like any other genre versus the best songwriter of like rap or hip hop it would just be like it, it, to me it would basically it wouldn't compare because just like the amount of um what's it called like technicality basically that's put into like when you look at an artist like Eminem basically or Tech 9 like he likes to use a lot of alliteration so like he'll do like a whole like 16 bars or something with just like all starting with words with like F or whatever or just like all A or something yeah. like that so like they try to like Eminem's like a total like word nerd too and he tries to like I think he said I think it was him he was saying something to do with he basically uses like math so he's like he tries to see how many words he can fit with a certain amount of breath with a certain amount of like whatever it was like time or whatever and, and so he basically gets it down to technical science and so that he 
basically keeps working it until he can get every single word in there that he can fit that actually makes sense and sounds really good to him. And okay. He just picks it until it's perfect in his brain, basically. And, like, those types of people that are just meticulous and they're putting way more time and effort into their craft, basically. They actually are passionate about it um, as opposed to these people that are just, like, half of them aren't writing their stuff. They're, you know, the production's carrying them, basically. They just have really a lot of money put into them, basically, and they don't have any real talent. Like they, they may have put out, like, one good song that was, like... Um, they caught a hit, basically. Right, yeah. Um, and then now there's a 19-year-old kid that has no idea what he's doing, doesn't even know how to write a song, really. He was just messing around, and uh, he's got, like, a million-dollar deal or whatever. And he probably owns, like, 3% of his stuff because he's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so then they just it just totally ruins their life, basically, because now they've got all this money they and that they think they're going to have for the rest of their life, basically, and they have it. It goes away in, like, no time. Yeah, they're stuck in a contract, and they can't even make music. Like, they're, they're not cut out to be an artist basically yeah you got like a one to two three year window and you look at a guy like jay cole or like you know like kendrick or whoever and they're going to be there forever basically 10 yeah. 15 years 20 years 30 years because they're taking the time to make yeah. sure that everything's doing it right and like timeless basically it's, it's, totally and like i mean i don't know how about you but like this like mumble rap or something i think that i think that's just making the genre look bad i mean that's, i mean for me that's just not for me i don't like i like to be able to like understand what they're saying and when I don't understand it I eventually get it anyways because sometimes it's just too fast like Tech 9 super fast rapper yeah but like I can at, if once you listen to the song enough you can more or less make make out all the words and I, I like that instead of like mumble rap where it's like it's like yeah it just doesn't it's the only reason that you can't pick it up is because it's more or less like it's just such a technical like you can't just it's almost like you can't just sit there and be like and like listen to it you kind of have to like sit there and like kind of open your ear a little yeah. bit so I think that's why it's not as easy to digest which is why a lot of people like sonically it doesn't sound as good to them like because they're sitting there and they're not really paying attention to why all the the efforts put into they're mostly like listening to the beat or whatever and they're yeah. just kind of like nodding so when you listen to like mumble rap or whatever or like any of these like um hits or whatever the beat like the production or whatever there's a lot of money put into them the, the production's gotten really good that the, the yeah equipment that they're using is like so good now at this point that they're getting totally carried by the production and it's like that beat is really nice but like if you put a real rapper over that like it would be unbelievable and it's like yeah if there wasn't so much um i mean you're seeing more independent uh rappers and labels popping up here and there all, all over now people are owning more of their music and stuff but it's like with all the labels that are still there they still kind of hold the majority of the the you know the field so it's kind of like until they go away entirely like the music industry is shady in every sense of every genre but it's like music in general would just be better if there wasn't so much i guess because it's a business it's going to be like kind of uh, manipulated in that way yeah but because of the way that money and business is treated it definitely like puts a hamper on the music because it just it kind of just um it makes people either put make a certain sound right like the i have to sound like that because that's what's popular in selling so now I'm not going to do my, what, what my sound is, basically. So they never find their sound, basically. And then by the time that they would find their sound, it's like nobody wants to listen to them anymore. Yeah, that's that's why I like old school rap, because everyone was very unique. Like, uh, I guess, like, Tupac, he was very stubborn on being, like, his way. And, like, yeah, uh, I was, like, watching... I've, you know, I've read a little bit about him and watched most of All Eyes on Me. And, like, it's, like, just showing... So you've seen how he was in the studio. It's like, no, no, like, don't... I want people to hear me take a breath. I want people to hear like everything from my mouth. They like so they it's like they get 
more feeling more yeah it's more unique as well it's just like it's, it's raw. his yeah it's just his yeah. raw style and then it was and then it's like tech nine with the speed rapping because he's that guy's so ridiculously <laughs> good at it yeah like worldwide choppers is just ridiculous yeah he actually um he puts them out a lot more recently this instagram videos that he's been doing where he's like um it's kind of like a shot at like like bad rappers or whatever and it's oh like, yeah uh, here's a little like rap lesson or whatever and it's basically like talking about how the way that he writes his music basically he writes it to perform so like he's got that in mind so like as opposed to just writing a song and then like not thinking about how it performs on stage like there's a lot of songs that would either perform well on stage or not so like based on your set list that's probably what you would pick yeah um, he has songs that would probably perform not maybe too well on stage so he doesn't obviously perform those and then he has ones that are like very good on stage like that's why it's he's probably has like the best stage performance that like I've only seen like I mean I've been to Pemberton like Pemby Fest and all that and I've been to I mean like I went to Sunfest which was trash but like you know I went to I've been to some festivals here and there like I think I went to uh, Rock on the Shores so nothing really that crazy but like out of all the people that I've seen basically and from what I've read online like he definitely has the best stage show that I've seen and read about and um, he's this year he's been just like putting more into it like he he finally has no... He doesn't wear his, um, the face paint anymore. Because um, he was... His face painter finally quit or whatever. Okay. And then I believe what happened, he... It takes, like, a ridiculous amount of time or whatever, and he didn't have anybody to do it. So he got in touch with Corey Taylor of Slipknot um, to get a mask made. Okay. So it's like a... Yeah, it's like his face paint, but a mask instead. Okay. So he yeah. has, like, three different masks, and so it's three personas, the king... Uh, the G and the clown he basically comes out as like three different personas so like in between things he's like changing costumes and like masks and stuff and there's like there's gonna have um he's got boards up right now of uh projectors of him that like perform with him but he's gonna have they're working holograms right now oh dang (laughs) so he's gonna have holograms out there with him so (laughs) it's gonna be crazy yeah and it's like he's just like his energy is like he's he's, like 50 something at this point he's still like because he's working out every day like he basically has to to keep in shape for uh performing yeah but he's performing like ridiculous amount of days like i think he just got off tour like 66 days and he did like probably 65 shows or something like 63 shows like something ridiculous like that and he's just like a monster basically yeah no doubt (laughs) it's insane uh i just wanted to thank you for coming on the show yeah no problem i appreciate it uh so like if you where can people find you if they're interested in uh, like, yeah, you have an Instagram? Uh, yeah, I don't really post too much on Instagram, like, or my Facebook, really. Mostly just on Twitter right now. Okay. I've been kind of, i kind of been not too active because I've been seeing a lot of uh, annoying stuff on Canucks Twitter today with all the people complaining, but... Fair enough. I've been trying to be a little active again because um, it's been quiet, but I guess, well, I'm trying to think of what it is. I think it's, like, Pain 19 or something. Okay. I can't remember. Something like that. Yeah, you can just text it to me or something later. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Um, so then if you like the show, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Check out the other episodes. And uh, before we go, what's your favorite hockey team? Because I know you're a big hockey fan. <laughs> Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver Canucks. Flow. I like it. <laughs> uh, so I hope you like the show. If you do, hit the subscribe button. And we'll uh, see you guys next time. Thanks. <laughs>